Welcome back, everybody. I'm Lance, and uh, this is Grace. Gracie's here with us. How cool is that? And we are ex-Mormons redeemed. redeemed. And we are so grateful to be redeemed. God has been so good to us. The, I've, I've had something on my mind and heavy on my heart recently, and I'd kind of like to lay that story out for you. And then we will illustrate that God knows. God always knows, and God always gives us an answer if we are willing to trust him. Shortly after we left the Mormon church, uh, Grace, your best friend, died, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. That was a sad day. It, it was a sad day. It was unexpected. We It, it kind of snuck up on us. But to add insult to injury, then came the day of her funeral. How, how did you feel on that day, Grace, and why? I, I felt apprehensive, actually, because I knew that the Mormon church had told us that we could not go to any of their church meetings. And, and in my mind, a funeral is not a church meeting, but... Uh, by this point in time, I didn't trust anything, anything <laughs> whatsoever. No trust, no, no trust, no trust at all. And so, you know, as she said, our, the letter that they sent us indicated that we were not welcome to go on church properties to go to church meetings, and yet this was Grace's closest friend, and we reasoned, well, this is a funeral. This isn't a place where just the Mormon people go. This is this is a place where everyone and anyone who loved the deceased can go and should be able to go uh, to honor the, the person who's passed away and to love on their family. And so we went. And we were stopped. We never even got inside the building because it was at a, at a, at a Mormon church house. We were stopped on the sidewalk and sent away, and we, we did leave quietly. Yes. Peacefully. And I I thought to myself, I was right. <laughs> but we also left heartbroken because yes. still, this is a family that we loved very much. And, and so we left, and shortly after that, the church uh, hit us, or hit me, with uh, charges of criminal trespass. It went into the court system. I demanded a jury trial. They were talking about six months jail time and a massive financial fine. And and my Jesus is so big, I had every charge dropped because the only legal book I brought into any of those hearings was the Word of God, my Bible and my Jesus. Grit and Grace is our story. It is the story of Rescue from Mormon Chains and redemption in Christ Jesus. Check the link in the show notes below. And here's where uh, we, we kind of bring this all home. I, after, the, after all of this had happened, I just kept being impressed that I should go and see the widowed husband of your friend. I... Oh, God just, I, he just wouldn't leave me alone. And so I stopped by his home on several occasions. And, and, and he wasn't cruel. He wasn't offensive. 
but he was cool and he sent me away cool as in cold shoulder right not cool as in uh, yeah wow. we keep changing the, <laughs> we keep changing the meaning of words yeah it was just a a, a, a cool feeling toward me that was like why are you here go away go away we never did have a gospel discussion and it broke my heart and then recently he passed away and it it is so easy at times like this to say you know god if if you're going to send me to see people and they won't accept the gospel and they they die still believing in the wickedness that controlled their lives why are you sending me, God? You know all things. You know how this is going to go. Why are you sending me? And this was kind of in my heart and in my head, and then you found something in Ezekiel. I did. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is in chapter 3. Yeah, Ezekiel chapter 3. And uh, because you read better and because you're in the New King James and I'm in the King James, and the New King James is certainly easier to read. <laughs> yes. Why don't you read verses 4 through 7, and we'll kind of get this discussion started. You got it. Okay. Starting with verse 4. Then he said to me, Son of man, go to the house of Israel and speak with my words to them. For you are not sent to a people of unfamiliar speech and of hard language, but to the house of Israel not to many people of unfamiliar speech and of hard language, whose words you cannot understand. Surely, had I sent you to them, they would have listened to you. But the house of Israel will not listen to you, because they will not listen to me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted. So this was my situation. I was feeling like I was sent to them, and and yet God knew that our friend would reject the gospel. And the Mormon people are not unlike Israel. The Mormon people say, we believe the Bible to be the word of God as far as it's translated correctly. And the Israelites would say, well, we believe the word of God as long as it is interpreted correctly. We love the God of the Hebrews. We love the God of Israel. We love this God. But then there's also Malak and and the Baals and Ashtaroth, and we love them too. And that's kind of what they were doing with their false gods. And Mormonism is is no different, is it? No. Uh, the What really triggered me when I read this is thinking of all the Mormon missionaries that the Mormon church sends out because so many of them, they're waiting for their call. Where am I going to go? And a lot of them want to go to foreign places. Well, it says right here that you are not sent to a people of unfamiliar speech and of hard language because they will listen. It's the people, their own people, that aren't going to listen, that are hard-hearted. So when I read that, that's what came to my mind were uh-huh. all these Mormon well, yeah. missionaries. Well, yeah, and you know, it's interesting to me too because... I could probably go to other people groups and have more success than I have with the Mormon people, but I feel like I am called to reach back to those people from whence we came. Yes, yes. So anyway, I was I was feeling a little frustrated and, and brokenhearted 
because of my friend. And then you gave me God's reasoning, which we find in verses 18 and 19. Yes. And, and, it's so oh, cool. It is. It's almost like God's smarter than we are. <laughs> almost. <laughs> uh, read that for us, baby. 18. When I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked of his wicked way, to save his life, that same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Yet if you warn the wicked, and he does not turn from its wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. And there I found the answer. You see, when God impressed on my heart to go see this man, he knew how it would turn out. And it's not my job to say, okay, God, I'll go, but first you explain to me your reasoning, or I will go when I comprehend what it is you're trying to do. No, when God says, go, we go. I had, I had it in my mind that this man would accept the beautiful message of Jesus and be saved, and yet I see right here that God knows. God already knows that the message would be rejected, but he also knows that it is necessary that I should go and be a disciple of Jesus Christ and preach the word wherever I can. And I am so grateful to have this insight knowing that God was preparing a way that I might be saved. I think it gave you a peace that you'd been looking for. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Mormon outreach is hard. And, you know, my mind goes back several years to a Christian woman who told me that you can't change a Mormon. And, and I suppose that's true, but God can do whatever God would do. But here's where my heart breaks for this woman and others who feel the same way. They say it won't do any good, so I won't go. Oh, no, because maybe God's asking you to go not to save them, but to provide a way that he might redeem you. Go. If God says go, go. If he says open your mouth, open your mouth. If he says reach out, reach. And stop asking God why and stop trying to justify your inactivity. Yeah. What did he tell Abraham? I don't know. What did he tell Abraham? Go. Sacrifice your son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, that... and, and there was no question. He did it because he had faith. And what do we do? We go because we have faith, not because we have to change the heart of other people. Right. We go because God says go. He, yes. So, my dear friends, I don't know. I, I just don't know what God is pressing you to do, pressing you to say. I don't know where he's leading you. That's not my place. But if you are a Christian, if you are a believer, if you have been saved, God is leaning on you to do something. Please, if for no other reason than for the salvation of your own soul, heed his words and go. Yes. Hey, it's been great visiting with you again, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again soon. But for now, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.